Welcome everybody. We are live, going live now. Uh, this is Two Paranoid Stoners. This is our show. Uh, John Jones, the great, uh, my, my compadre here, and then uh, me, your, your host, Sean Kinney. We like to uh, get stoned and talk about a lot of crazy bullshit that runs around, conspiracy theories, anything like that. What have you got, John? Well, um, how's it going, everybody? Uh, my name is John Jones, and I, uh, me and Sean have been friends for a long time, so I'm honored. Thanks for having me on. God, how um, long has it been, John? What has it been? You say it's been long. How long have we known each other? It's been like 20 years I've now. You, I've met you 20 <laughs> plus years ago, dude. That's freaking it's been cool. yeah. Ah, we've we've known each other for so long. This is uh. Wild. I know. Wild. Funny how time just keeps going, man. It leaves you in the past, and then you get yeah. old. Okay, because I don't want to get sidetracked. But listen, do you remember how we met? Because I do. I remember it was at a uh, a party and we were uh, we were very drunk. Um, I didn't smoke uh, at that time, at least not very much. And uh, you like to hide the fact that you smoked, if I remember correctly. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I remember uh, uh, our, our friends at that that little apartment complex next to the Russians, next to the uh, the, the Russian circus performers. <laughs> yes, yes, those Russians were crazy, man. Dude, so I okay, so I remember it a little bit more vividly. You and I met at a party because we were trying to bang the same girl. Oh right? yes, Brandy. You already, <laughs> you already had designs on Brandy, and I showed up, and it was weird because I didn't know that that was even happening because I liked you, and all those other dudes were like so lame, and I was like, God, why am I here? I hate this place because Mindy used to work with me at Red Lobster, and she brought me home. And yes, Mindy. Was, yeah, and then Brandy was like, well, who's that? And I'm like, well, who are you? And then she's like, and this is Sean, and she sat on your lap, and I'm like, well, who's that? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she knew where uh, Papa Pudding was. Dude, it was hilarious. And then so, like, time went on, and you and I became, like, best friends, and me and Brandy became, like, freaking super duper boyfriend and girlfriend yeah you guys were together for a while i i actually uh, passed up on her i could have hooked up with her but i i just uh, wasn't feeling it i know you were into her and i was like i think you like her more than i like her so i i uh i bowed out that is what happened i am not even gonna front that is what happened sean was like yo you guys seem like you're kind of into each other like that why don't you give this guy a shot and he stepped out of the way and he was never a jerk and freaking, I don't know why, me and you became best friends, and Brandy hated your guts. I know. Ira, do you remember when she made me ban you from the house? Oh my god, that was some weird shit, man. Okay, but anyway, 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 as neither here nor there, because we are here because you, sir, had it in your brain to get together, get nice, if you know what I mean, and talk about some craziness, and I'm with it. That's right, and, uh... Let's tell you a little bit about myself, uh, what I've been up to lately. Um, I got a job working as an electronic technician. You know, I'm doing good, getting paid good. Uh, but I've also started a, a new website uh, called icu.ufo, or my icuufo.com. Yeah, icuufo.com. <coughs> and uh, basically, it's a, a website that I had designed so that you can go and uh, basically report what a UFO sightings. And, um, you know, uh, I got forums there so we can talk, uh, you know, and discuss and argue with each other. 
and be like, no, your theory is dumb. My theory is the best. Isn't that, isn't that what forums are for? Is that what anybody yeah. uses them for? It is, and you know, if you can get a good firm popping, then your website will be like, you know, you'll go viral after a while with some crap, dude. If you can get good conversations and you can get constant activity in those forums. Yeah. Yeah, I just want it populated. I just want people uh, using it. But the problem with uh, uh, UFO sightings is, is there's so many people that uh, fake it. And in fact, as I remember correctly, John, you and I even faked a UFO sighting once upon a time. <laughs> That's right. Do you remember the story? You remember the story? <coughs> I remember we, we got too intoxicated. I forgot all about that until just now. Yeah, we were using like a Polaroid camera because this was back in like the 90s, baby, or like 2000s. We took a, the lid of a pot and like threw it like a Frisbee. Oh, God, yes. With a Polaroid. Yes, and, and, but you know, but did the picture not look real? Did it not yeah. look real? <laughs> we 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 tricked everybody except for Mindy because it was her pot and she recognized it. Mindy yeah, recognized what was going on, but I think we got like we got Danny and Kayler and all of them. I think so, yeah. everyone else. So even as much as I hate to sit here and say that people are all assholes that, that fake UFO sightings, the fact of the matter is it's kind of funny sometimes, and people fake it all the time. But it is real. It's a real phenomenon. People really do see stuff. I've seen stuff. Uh, lots of people have seen stuff. This is, a, this is a scary, scary time and um, a, a scary thought to have that, that we are not the smartest species on this planet. You know what but I mean? Why, this is our planet. Be, what, okay, I get you, but why does that got to be scary? Why is, it, why is it that like that's where people go first? It's like, okay, hold up. We're not the only intelligent life in the galaxy. Well, wait a minute. That's a problem. We're going to kill it then. Or wait, maybe it's coming to kill us or enslave us. What if it's not coming to enslave us or anything? It's neither, neither is it coming to exchange or bond with us, but it's there. And it but yeah, but why is it here, though? That's the question. We can't, we can't go to sleep at night knowing they're here, but yet not knowing why they're here. You know what I mean? Thinking the same thing about us, though. They don't know why we're here or what if they do. And that's why they haven't come and really reveal themselves to us because they're that many light billions of years ahead of us that they look at us like earthworms and who, who bothers with an earthworm you know yeah i mean oh i'm sure we're just dumb monkeys to them just running around eating bananas trying to uh, have sex with each other have a bunch of orgies that's all we are to them probably with nuclear weapons with nuclear weapons yes we, we we're just smart enough to be dangerous and uh that's what's scary uh, I don't know, man. All I can say is um, I put a lot of thought to this uh, when I've been stoned and, um, you know, thinking about uh, why the aliens are here. What is this, you know, the picture behind the screen that we're not seeing that the government is hiding from us? Because they are hiding. In fact, <laughs> let's talk about the government for a second. Let's talk about the uh, three new released UFO videos from the government. Okay. Have, you, have you seen these videos? Yeah, I saw them. They're, they're great videos because they're taken by, you know, high state-of-the-art government technology, like FLIR radar, like, you know, forward-looking infrared. Um, you know, it's, it's a great video. You can see the outline of the craft. You can see they can track them, you know, how they're moving around, enough for the Pentagon to be absolutely terrified. They have no clue what these craft are or even what they're capable of. All they know is they are so far beyond our technology that we we literally are 
we're non-existent, and that's terrifying. But but the the it, you know <clears throat> it is exciting. It's awesome. But wait, where are you going? <laughs> my friend, you you're, you're doing all the smoking. I can't have all this. I'm firing up my volcano. Oh, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. That is the show, right? We're two paranoid stoners who smoke and we talk about crazy shit. Well, that's why I was like, where are you going? If you're a cop, you gotta tell me. But, um, (laughs) what I'm thinking is like, okay, the, the videos and the fact that, you know, the Pentagon has officially said that, okay, this exists and we don't know what it is. And, you know, because there's a couple things that need to be clarified. Number one, they never once said or admitted the existence of aliens. They said unidentified flying objects. They, they never said anything further. You're, so you're right, know. but that's because that's what the, the evidence suggests, and they're not going to admit anything more than they have to. They're, never, they're not going to give you anything more than they have to, but the other thing about this, bro, is that you got to remember, and if you didn't know it's true, you can look this up, the only thing exciting is that they're finally admitting something because that footage is from 2004 and even earlier. You know, it's not new footage. Well, well, no, no. One of them, there was three of them, and one of them, you're right, was from like 2004, 2005, the, the commander had her or whatever one. But there was another one that was from 2015. So that was very recent. That was just... Uh... But that's, that's 15... That's enough years ago. You're right. That's five years ago now. Now it's five years ago. So, so with that, my, my point with that is they're revealing something now and they're giving us a little bit now. And they're really just saying, well, here's what this is. We don't know what it is, but uh, here, take that. <laughs> now, that makes, that makes me wonder let, what it, have they had since the 50s. Let, let me read to you what the I tweets know. of uh, Senator Harry Reid, all right? <clears throat> And uh, this is what he had to say about it, okay? And this uh, is right along what you're saying, buddy. I'm glad the Pentagon is finally releasing this footage, but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available. The U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. The American people deserve to be informed. That's what I'm talking about, and that's the thing. I'm not saying that, like, okay. And that's a senator saying that. Yeah. That's the man. He's saying, look, we need to open this shit up. Yeah. I get that it's old footage or whatever, and everybody already knows that there's aliens. But the thing about it is that I can't believe everybody's not hyped. Because this, the implications alone, it's like, yo, this opens up a lot of doors for conversation now. Legit conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's not just conspiracy or, like, you know, curiosity anymore. There's legit conversations that can be had now, and nobody's hyped. Yeah, but here's here's my question though. <clears throat> Do you think that the uh, the the uh, raid or non-existent raid, shall I say, a raid that didn't happen on Area 51 had something to do with putting pressure on the United States government to release the fact that it, UFOs are real? Because they had, this was a huge national uh, event. They had thousands and thousands of people that signed up to go and raid Area 51 in the desert. Now, in actuality, there's only a couple hundred that actually went to Area 51, and they couldn't coordinate, and it was a mess, and nothing happened. All doofuses. Why would you go to the fucking desert and, and risk getting shot in the face legally, okay? First of all, if there's anything in Area 51, that I feel like there might be... 
some documents. If anything, there might be some documents or some flash drives or some, you know, modems and well, shit. Well, you're some right. You're right. There's not a whole lot now. I don't think there's any alien technology there. I don't think there's any spaceships or alien cadavers or anything like that. I think at the very most, there might be a server of some sort that people just don't need to see. You're, you're right, John. They moved that program from Area 51 to uh, Utah to White Sands in a Michaels Air Force Strip back in like 1991, okay? So there isn't much Area 51, but you know what is still there? This still there is the, the facility that Bob Lazar worked at. Bob Lazar, who intimately described where he worked, he described the hangar, he described how uh, how it all was put together, how they'd move around, how they opened up the doors, how it opened up and everything. I mean, if we could find that building, which he described pretty accurately where it was at, too, on Papoose Lake uh, in Area 51, then that's evidence, man. That's a smoking gun. That's like, hey, why do you guys have a hangar built exactly to the specifications of the one Bob Lazar said existed when you said that was all a bunch of bullshit? Yeah, but that's something that's never going to be seen. You know what I mean? Because like like you just said, <clears throat> Area 51 at its height of, you know, mystery was back in the 50s, you know, when, you know, Roswell and all that other stuff was happening and those rumors were going around. Nowadays, it really is just business over there at Area 51. There's two things that people don't talk about ever. Even my most conspiracy-minded friends, like, and my most, like, you know, government-not-trusting-minded friends. What's that now? Uh... They, they all overlook two things, and I'll tell you what they are. Number one, they overlook the fact that if there is, <clears throat> there, there's not, there, like, they, they think about Area 51 out in the desert, and it's this cordoned off area, and, <clears throat> you know, that's where all the stuff must be. Don't you remember, oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> Grabbing my, uh... <laughs> Kaylee, you have all the fun, brother. You got a weird looking cat, man. Oh yeah, he's a uh, Scottish Fold. That's a two thousand dollar cat, my friend. Wow. Isn't he beautiful? He's got the little floppy ears, just little itty bitty floppy ears. What's his name? Uh, Buddha. Hey, little kitty cat. I see you. You see him? He's under the couch. Oh yeah, I guess you can see him. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a darling. The beautiful thing about him, because he's a purebred, is uh they they have a very specific temperament and personality. And uh, for his, like, he's a stalker. Like, right now, he's just sitting across the room staring at me. He does that all the time. He's just my little personal stalker, is what he does. He does. He wants to try and take o take over, but he knows uh, he's a little outgunned right now. <laughs> so, okay, what I was going to say is, you remember, like, last year, or maybe a couple years ago, when not Roswell, but that town that was, like, outside of near Roswell... That something happened and the government evacuated the whole town and never told anybody why. Actually, I don't think I've heard that story before. You can look it up. This is real shit. And the other thing is, I'm gonna look this up. Area 51. Think about all the underground silos. I come from Manassas, Virginia. That's like 30 minutes outside of DC, but it's rural. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing out there but un, un, uh, what do you call it? Un, uh, 
Uncharted, I guess, silos. There's a lot of underground facilities built into those hills and mountains out there that like I, my buddy Dave's dad owned a foothill out there and they built this big old house where we all used to hang out. And there's this observatory you can see from Dave's backyard. One day really? he decided to walk up there. Yeah. It's still oh, there. One day he such a beautiful sight. It's awesome. So we're walking up this trail, right? And Dave's house is high on a foothill. This thing is like another foothill higher. So we're walking up, okay, for like 30, 45 minutes. And next thing you know, we're starting to see military stuff. We start picking the deep, deep woods. The road is turned into a trail. Okay, there's big tire tracks making the trail, but there's nothing out here except trees and a military sign here and there. And so really? we get, and yeah, we get within I would say a quarter mile, it's about a quarter mile of this place, just to where I can start seeing the crest of it over the trees. And next thing you know, out of nowhere. From both sides, like in a fucking movie or something, comes the military police. And they're marked. It's military MPs. They got yeah. blue helmets on and everything, you know? And so it's like, hey, folks are going to have to turn back. Now, they're not holding rifles. They got these big-ass desert eagles on their sides, but they're not holding rifles. 50 cows, really? Dude, yeah. That's not standard not issue, my friend. That's very interesting. At all, and they're not being like like regular cops. They're very relaxed, and they were they were they weren't nice, but they weren't like intense, you know. Oh, I would just like to tell the audience right now that uh, I was in the uh, military for five years with a yeah. held a top secret clearance with SCI. So when it comes to a lot of military affairs, I'm pretty much know what the level is. So I totally uh, see your your story as being extremely extremely uh, accurate. And they, and so then he's like, you boys, and, and by the by, I'm a military brat. My dad was a commanding officer for most of my life, so there's my there's my two cents. But um, this guy, he says, hey, you boys going to have to turn back. And we were like, so what is this? And he was like, that's a military facility, <clears throat> and that's really all I'm going to tell you. You boys going to go ahead and turn back now. And Dave was like, okay, so, you know, my dad owns the property down there. He's like, yep, we know you. And he was like, what do you mean? You know my dad. And he's like, we know you. We know all the owners of all this property. <laughs> they knew everything, huh? I'm not even playing. He's like, we know all the owners of all this property. You boys don't come back up here. And I was like, yo, let's just get out of here. And he was like, all right, we're going to get the fuck out of here. So we just left. But, dude, that's one of the many little, like, silo tops you can see driving through rural Virginia you know, little buildings up there that aren't marked on any map and shit. Like, there's real stuff going on, and I don't think it's as crazy as the movies or anything, but anybody who acts like there's absolutely nothing going on is just not paying any attention. I mean, think about shit like the Bilderberg meeting. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Where all the richest billionaires in the world come together and decide how the economy is going to progress in their best interest... What, how yeah. they're going to uh, manipulate the job market, the housing market, how they're basically going to use their money and wealth to get whatever they want at our expense. Exactly. And they're going to do it by working together as a cohesive team so they literally have the GDP of a freaking country. I mean, it, they literally become a country at that point when they rally together like that, all the 1%. That's so unfair. <laughs> it makes me wonder why all of us are always fighting each other, man, because... 
these folks don't give a fuck about us, but I think that's for a whole other show. Um, what I, what I wanted to say I, I think it all comes down to the brainwashing, uh, Republicans versus Democrats. And I think we'll have to definitely dedicate a show to that because that is an issue that cannot be covered in a few minutes. For real. And, the, and it's a real one because I think that that ties in to this type of shit. That ties in to UFOs. That ties in to the knowledge that we as the public are privy to or not. You know what I'm saying? That stuff's not cheap. Having, you know, facilities like that and doing that kind of research is not cheap at all. Even yeah. though I don't, like, money is something that's even really and, real. And you know what the government said? Their reasoning for why they released, the DOD released these three videos, is they said they wanted people to know that that was all there was to the video, was what people had already seen. They, that's the reason why they released it, so they could officially say there was no more segments to the video that showed anything more interesting. That was their whole purpose for it. So that, to me, sounds a little suspicious right off the bat. You got you know, someone coming to you saying, hey, you know, um, I just want you to, to know, don't think of this one thing, but you can think of anything else. Just, but don't think of this one thing because, you know, it, it, yeah, it's not going to be good. Dude, it's bullshit. Shady. Shady. It's like they, they think that we're all just a bunch of idiots, and it sucks because a lot of us are, but not all of us. Well, you know the saying that none of us are as stupid as all of us. <laughs> Meaning that if you have any one person, you know, they can be a reasonably intelligent person and not kill themselves or get hurt doing something stupid. But when you have all of us, you know, voting as one whole entity, you know, and the, the, the greater masses wins, you know, um, then, then basically you find uh, uh, sociologists, anyways, find this is an actual thing that uh, we begin to dumb down as uh, a whole. And we uh, end up voting uh, for some reason for things that are not in our interest. And why that is is something only a sociologist could probably properly explain to you. But it's, it's yeah, psychology, man. It's for real. <laughs> always. And that's the thing, man. I don't think that, like, the normal, everyday person gives people, it, it doesn't give it enough credit. Like, I don't, like I said, I don't think it's like the movies or, like, the crazy sci-fi books. But I do feel like we're getting manipulated. I do feel like we're getting played. 100%. Yeah, and I do feel like we're not getting the knowledge that we should be getting. You know what I mean? It's, uh... It's a shady thing. Like, government itself is just a shady thing nowadays. It makes no sense how how us as people are treated because... Well, here's my question. Do you really think Joe Biden won the primary? Do you think if we were to go back and count all the votes, because all the, the exit, the random exit poll vote, it's where they had, you know, to try and see who was winning without actually counting the votes... Uh, they all said Bernie Sanders was ahead by a ton. And then as it turns out, not even close. They proved last time that they are going to do what they want to do. It doesn't matter what the people say. It doesn't matter what the people want. They're going to do what they want to do. And that's what happened this time, too. It does. It feels like that. I, I, I have very serious questions with how shady these primaries were i mean it didn't seem as bad as the last elections the last elections were just horrible where i mean you had just the masses voting for one person the, the super delicate saying no we don't care we're going to pick who we want 
I mean, at least this time, uh, if there was uh, fuckery, shall I say, uh, going on, they hid it. You know, they they basically uh, hid it in, in the votes, Natalian or whatever. So you know, to make it look like they're legitimate. But um, I I have very serious uh, concerns about whether or not there was uh, some foul play going on. Because there was no indication to say that Joe Biden was going to win. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, when he has to start winning, he just starts crushing it. Winning every single race, every single nomination, everything. Can't, cannot lose. And um, that just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up. Yeah, and that's the other thing is like, they already have a pre-planned agenda. You know what I'm saying? And Sanders didn't fall into that. People... People don't understand that this is two sides of the same animal. And this this is insidious. It goes across the lanes. There's no... These people that are so loyal to a side, and they plan their lives and base their whole beings on this side that they've chosen, it's crazy and insane because none of these people care about their lives. These people that they think are having oppositions are having drinks together in Washington. Yeah, like Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were friends. Like and uh, yeah. and Bill Clinton, they were they were buddies uh, up until uh, Donald Trump decided to run for president to promote his brand and then as, you know, luck would have it, he won. And uh, yeah, yeah it, it was crazy, but they were friends. And then and then all of a sudden it's oh, crooked Hillary, I want to lock her up, you know? It's just, it's all a game, and in the end, we're the pieces, we're the chess pieces, like, we're the, the pawns that are being played, you know, so the, the, the upper, the 1% can uh, play their little chess game, chess match between themselves. It's, uh, it's disturbing, man. It's messed up because, <laughs> again, it's like, when you, when you know something, and, like, you feel it, and you know it, and I, I, I don't like the term woke. But, like, when you are aware of what's going on around you, it's not like you can all of a sudden then become unaware again, you know? And yeah, and that's a good thing. It's like a threshold that once you cross, you can't back yeah. it back through again. But the problem is not everybody's across that threshold, and not everybody is going to be um receptive to you being across that threshold you know what i'm saying but i don't think that it's not because they can't be across the threshold and, and like it, 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 in a matter of time if they didn't want to be i think uh <clears throat> excuse me right now there's just so much manipulation going on by the media that um yeah the, the people are just going to keep fighting each other and they're going to keep being distracted from what's important which is coming together as one cohesive unit having each other's backs and, and basically you know making change changing the rules it'll never happen well never say never because look at this i mean if you would have went back just a year ago and said hey do you think the government will ever officially release ufo videos um, you know, logically, you would have had to say no, but because some kid made a, a, a funny Facebook post, you know, uh, talking about storming Area 51, and now all of a sudden the government uh, gets scared, and they're like, holy crap, they figured it out. They figured it out that they can use these tools of mass uh, media so to work together wait, against wait, us. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the two had nothing to do with each other. You don't think so? 
No, at all, ever, at all, in any way, no. <laughs> well, first of all, it's only been a few months, right? It's only been, what, how many months since the Area 51 raid? I have no raid? idea that this is where you were going with this. Why, why do you think that these yahoos in the desert are the reason why, why NASA and the Pentagon are revealing... The, the government was terrified. They ramped up security at Area 51 like tenfold, man. They they actually... ...and said, don't do it or we're going to shoot you in the face. I, like, Please don't do this. We're going to kill you guys. No, no. Well, they're, they're not going to kill Americans, uh, American civilians. They're not going to do that. The, the blowback that would happen from killing uh, American civilians in the name of protecting lies about uh, UFOs that people are already getting sick with, the, the amount of blowback that we, we would literally be talking right now about civil war, John. If, if, if people were to be dying by the government, so, we would literally be talking about civil war. atrocities committed in the last 20 years by our government against people. And then look at where we're at. I mean, for real, bro. But the government has uh, has limits, though. It won't it won't cross certain lines. Even look at Bob Lazar, the greatest leaker who did the most damage. Willingness to push its limits every single day, and you know that. Look look at Bob Lazar. If if there was one man, the government had every reason to assassinate immediately, without prejudice. It would have been Bob Lazar. But they didn't. Instead, they just tried to decredit him and uh, and basically take away any of his uh, degrees and you know previous work history uh, and make him look like a crackhead, a crack crackpot. Well, yeah, but I mean, think about it. That's just like, you know, speaking of conspiracy shit, that's like Snowden. Snowden's alive and well. He's got to stay the fucking Russia or wherever he's at, but he's alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that if the government was really on some other shit, these guys would be dead no matter what. But Snowden didn't release anything that wasn't already known. Like, like PRISM, all right? Project PRISM, where they basically have been recording every uh, email, every voicemail, every voice message, you know, every phone call uh, uh, throughout the United States for that's been going on for the last like 25 years i think that was the, one of the iterations it's been through many iterations now but one of the main iterations where they came out and revealed it was like project prism and it was just based on say hey, we got all these servers and we record everything just letting you know and then no one said anything about it i heard it on the news and i was like wow that's interesting so every single message is recorded by the nsa okay but for some reason, people forgot about that. This is all. This is all known information. But did you, did you hear about the whole thing with Facebook and how it's free because we don't we don't pay for it. So therefore, there's not the extra security of like a secure website, you know. But all it would take is a few cents a month to do that. It would take less than a couple dollars a month for everybody to have Facebook, like if it was an app, you know? Mm -hmm. like, like go to the Play Store and get the Facebook app for like a couple cents a month. And nobody would want to do that. 
because it's like okay well facebook now costs and people yeah would <clears throat> people love free free is the best price it makes no sense and, but facebook makes lots of money with the advertisements and people are willing to to sacrifice you know seconds of their time at a time you know reading through these advertisements scrolling through them quickly that's just like people who don't read the fucking uh what is it uh the agreements when you're about to put an app on your phone or you're about to click on something. You don't read the little like stuff in the fine print, you know, with the privacy agreement and all that shit. That stuff's important. Oh, you, you... because if you if you if you let the wrong thing or you just skip past the wrong thing and just click OK or I agree, that stuff even after you've long deleted that app can leave shit in your phone. You know what I'm saying? That's still working against you, and that's known facts. Yeah, no, no, that is the greatest uh, uh, spy you will ever have in your life is your cell phone. Because I can guarantee you, um, everything you do on it is being recorded. Right now, it's listening to our conversation, all these apps like Facebook are, and probably even the NSA and the FBI. in my Facebook tomorrow. I can't wait to see what pops up. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a bunch of uh, UFO and, uh, you know, smoking weed utensils or something. Who knows? I was at work, right? I had my phone in my pocket. I was at work talking to my friend about Les Paul guitars. It was when I worked at Sam Ash. We were building guitars in the back. And we were talking about Les Paul guitars. Different colors, different kinds, all that. I get home. I've not searched for Les Paul guitars at all. I get home, I'm scrolling through Facebook, there's nothing but ads for different guitar stores, and then I see different Les Paul ads. It's fucking nuts, dude. It, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. They're spying on you, bro. They, they see everything you do. They know, they know your browser search history, John. They think about that. <clears throat> everything you've ever typed into Google or any browser is recorded and saved forever. Forever. Okay, here, here I have my cell phone. We're going to try a little experiment, okay? You ready? Okay. Trump, Trump, AIDS, AIDS in Trump's butt. Trump is a zombie. Trump has AIDS. Trump has herpes in his throat. Trump banging big black BBCs. Trump, butt, Trump, AIDS, Trump. Kill, 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 Trump, die. Oh, no. You are going to activate Secret Service. They're going to come to your your, your place well, soon. Well, that sedan pulls <laughs> up in front of my house. I'll let you know. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> you know, so um, what, do you, what do you think about uh, this whole coronavirus, man? This whole the lockdown, the, the suspension yeah. of uh, constitutional rights, man, just to uh, the crashing of the economy. Just to try and uh, lower the, or flatten the curve, as they say, lower the death rate by a little bit now, when it eventually, I mean, I look at it as a Band-Aid. You know, you can rip the Band-Aid off quickly and get it over with, or you can slowly peel it back and feel every single uh, painful centimeter of it ripping off. And I feel like right now our strategy is the slow, the slow rip-off. And, but in the end, you're going to feel the same amount of pain. It's just going to hurt a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I feel like people... Number one, I hate all of this, and I hate the fact that everybody just went nuts immediately and jumped in line. 
I can't believe. I, I'm so disappointed in people. Dude, nobody fought it. Like, nobody fought it at all. Yeah. They're like, oh, you want me to stay in my house for two months straight and, and do nothing? Okay, Uncle Sam, sure thing. <laughs> I'm also not of the extreme about, like, let's walk down the street with our rifles out either. But, dude, the way everybody just fell in line immediately, I was, I, I'm still in shock. And I mean... I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was standing there in the in the gun store, stocking up on ammo because I'm like, okay, I see this. I see what's coming, and I'm not afraid of a virus, and I'm not afraid of the government. I'm afraid of paranoid idiots. You know what I'm saying? Like I really saw all this coming, and when I went to Walmart and everything was all bought out and shit, which the WalMarts down here are starting to even Walmart out. Walmart got sold out, started. really? Dude, yeah, it's starting to even out now, though. It's starting to get better. But all that shit looked like one of those dystopian movies that I used to watch back in the 80s, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like so, I, I, it was so surreal. And I really, I don't think that Trump is responsible. I don't think 5G is responsible. But I also, 5G. Don't, think shit, oh my God. I also don't think that this shit came from somebody eating a bat either. <laughs> That's a fucking lie and a stupid one. Well, here, here's what I want to ask you, right? Here's something I learned in college uh, through the course of statistics. People lie. And uh, you're never going to get the truth out of them as long as they have shit to eat for it. You know what I mean? They're always going to lie and make themselves look better. It's natural. It's who we are as a species. And unless you have something like sodium pentothal, like a truth serum, or like LSD, you know, you have something to fuck them up. That part of their brain that holds the lie from you, so that way they can't help but, you know, uh, tell you the truth. Unless you have something like that, um, <coughs> you're never going to know the truth. <coughs> But through statistics, you can get glimpses of what's really going on. And what the statistics are telling us <clears throat> is that basically the person that has the most to lose from this coronavirus so far has been the United States. We've had the most uh, cases. We've had the most deaths. We're, we're suffering the most by far. Now, whether that was by design or by randomness, I don't know, but you know what? Also, who has the most to, to make out for this? Um, probably China. Because A, there's one of two stories here. Either A, their, their numbers are accurate, and they barely got hit by the coronavirus at all, even though they're the epicenter of it all. <coughs> or B, they got hit hard by it and lost a very large portion of their population. Keep in mind, China is the most heavily overpopulated country in the world, and if they were to lose 1% of their old people, that would probably do them a huge favor, to be perfectly honest. And, and China has been trying to become what's called the global reserve currency. That's a, a system we established after um, World War II, when we won. Uh, us and Britain established that. And basically it allows uh, uh, us to, to spend a lot more money than we have as a country because we can have a lot more capital around the world because all these countries have to convert their currency into American dollars to do trade mainly for oil. Alright, this, this is all fact. This is not this debatable. But um, <clears throat> China wants to get that global reserve currency status so they can enjoy the benefit like we do and probably become the wealthiest nation in the world and leave us in the dust. Um, but to do that, they need us to go through a depression. They need us to go through hard times while they go through not-so-hard times. And I'm thinking, 
if you look at statistically what is going down with this coronavirus, that's exactly that's exactly what is happening. We are getting screwed, and China is getting primed to to basically elevate their status uh, among the, the the global community, so to speak. And um, it's it's I don't know. I can't help but wonder. Was it intentional somehow? Was this all by design? Is it just because someone ate a bat? I mean, there, there's a, a, a lab in Wuhan. It was built in a lab in Wuhan. All right. And I hear what you're saying about China, and that is a serious angle, and I never thought about it that way. But, dude, honestly, you know who I see benefiting from this? The rich. It's like, I mean, look at all those billionaires that knew about this shit months in advance and did insider trading and sold all their shit because they knew this was about to happen. Didn't fucking yeah. tell anybody. <clears throat> yeah, like all the senators and everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, I see what you're saying about China, but and, and I do think that could happen. Now, did they do this for that sole direct purpose? I do not think so. You know, and I, obviously when we say they, that kind of incorporates everybody. But let's be honest. <clears throat> um, here in America, Trump is not the final authority when it comes to certain things like that, all right? The, 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 the Majestic 12 is the group that runs the aliens, uh, the, the whole alien uh, workshop that we have going on. Everything alien conspiracy-wise, all handled by Majestic 12. And they don't really brief President Trump on much of anything. So, I mean, what if you had this clandestine group, you know, like Majestic 12, only let's say it's a Chinese version where, you know, they know UFOs are real. They know they, they have uh, groups that are fighting for power globally, uh, doing their bidding. What if it wasn't some group within the government that is small but yet powerful that, that did this on its own prerogative, you know? I mean, it doesn't have to be the president of China to, to, to order this, just to have it happen. That's true, but I mean, I want to ask you something. What do you know about reptilians? Reptilians? Um, <clears throat> I honestly don't know a whole lot about them other than they're they're aggressive as a, as a species allegedly and that obviously they have reptilian like you know uh, uh features anatomy and that you know obviously they're they're supposedly uh have infiltrated and like shapeshifter like uh or drones or robots or you know clones or whatever they have going however they're doing it they have installed people and in, uh in power i don't really believe that theory to be honest i'm not a big believer in the reptilians but what do you have to say about it i think my wife is a reptilian is she trying to steal your soul <laughs> No, she just has, like, reptile-like qualities, and, you know, her emotions are reptile-like. Reptile -like. I think she might bite my face off one of these days. Do you remember that show, V, back in the day about the reptilians? Um, what was it now? It was called V. V. These, these, oh, these yeah, people. yeah, I remember that. 
they're like from outer space and they would like pull their faces off and shit and they would be lizard people yeah i remember that show was actually dope man like that first show i mean if you looked at it now it'd probably you know be outdated and it'd look horrible (laughs) you could pull it up it's funny as fuck now but it's still it's like man this is crazy it was pretty awesome and the guy that plays macgyver whatever his name is he was like mr badass hero in that show Mr. Mr. Yeah, yeah, that 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 I like a, a change when the human invented the most uh, groundbreaking technology, like the ability to teleport, and then you start teleporting bombs into their ships and blowing them all away. <laughs> it was like finally a show where the humans win. Finally. <clears throat> no, but um, so what do you think about uh, uh Trump using this uh coronavirus uh, uh lockdown or recession or depression that we're inevitably going to go through because of this as, as a reason to roll back environmental regulations uh and his claim that it'll boost the economy. This is the Republican dream, man. Take away all the regulations so you can just dump all that raw sewage and all that trash in the rivers, man, and just yeah. let that stuff go away forever. This is what I'm talking about and how people need to pay attention to what's going on besides the media and what, you know, all that bullshit that they're smearing in their faces. They're changing things about the world that's going to affect us long after this is over. And our planet is going to be, they're just going to finish killing the planet. And everybody's going to just be chilling out and thrilled to death about it. It's fucking, it, it scares me, I'll be honest with you. It is. You know, what really scares me is I'm not the biggest Trump fan. I, I hated Obama. I hated Trump. You know, I don't really identify as a Democrat or Republican anymore. You know, I, I was getting behind Bernie Sanders, but without him, I'm just not really into the, the Democratic Party. And, and I, I know Trump has made some, some good decisions and he's made some bad ones, too. But I think the best decision he's made is uh, he wants to open the economy up as soon as possible. But the problem is, of course, is you know the, the Democrats are trying to guilt trip him and saying, well, people are going to die. You're not taking this seriously. And he's backing down to them. He's like, okay, you know, let's wait a while then. I mean, it's just, I, I feel like I, I know people are going to die. But people are going to die no matter what we do. That's We cannot change that. The only thing that we can control is whether or not we go into a Great Depression. And I feel we are going into a Great Depression because of this lockdown. It's, it, they're saying we might lose half of all restaurants, John. Of, of not franchise yeah. restaurants. They're saying that the movie theater industry is going to be done for. A lot of that shit. And I mean, look, man. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world or the end of our country, but I do feel like this is a, there's going to be, um, there's going to be a price to pay for this because instead of doing like, did you hear what New Zealand did? New Zealand decided, you know what, we're going to follow the science and now they're all pretty much immune over there. Because they, they did social distancing, but they didn't lock anything down. They didn't go crazy. They just went about their business and treated the sick. And they had the least deaths, and now there's no corona over there. So my thing here is, man, yeah, you got to open the economy back up because, you know, life ain't no movie. Shit has to happen. Money isn't real, but it's making the world go round right now. 
So something has to give. I get that. But it's like you just said, people are going to die. But then it's like you followed up. People are going to die anyway. We got to do this. And I think that it should be in the middle. It shouldn't be stay in isolation. And it shouldn't be these fucking morons walking around protesting with guns and shit while waving Confederate flags and screaming about their rights. <laughs> by the by, if any of them looked like me, they'd all be dead. It would have been a fucking bloodbath, okay? But anyhow... That's true. I, I laugh about that. Early. Like when those 2,000 guys uh, showed up in like full battle gear with uh, fully yeah. like uh, semi-automatic weapons, like rifles and whatnot, and they surround it like the, uh, some uh, government building just as a protest because uh, they're doing some gun law, uh, they're releasing yeah. gun law rights or something. If they, <laughs> they would have brought the fucking tanks out. The National Guard, man. Yeah. They killed everyone in the street, but fucking. You can't do that either. I think that it should be in the middle. Like, okay, everybody live and let live. Practice safety. Practice your social distancing. But, yeah, y'all got to go to work. And if you don't want to go to work and your job requires you to, then you're going to have to find a different job and they're gonna ha or they're going to have to make an, an, an amendment or something. But I think that letting each state and each county or whatever just govern itself is the wrong thing to do. And I think that if we would have had a coherent national plan, then no matter, okay, Bernie, Biden, Trump, any of them, if somebody would have came forward and said, listen, I am trying to come up with a coherent national plan in the midst of all this madness. I'm here for the people. This is wild. Let's get real information and protect our people. Like that reporter gave Trump the alley-oop. He said, hey, what would you say to the American people who are scared? He, he gave him the alley-oop for his John F. Kennedy moment, for his George W. Bush 9-11 moment. He gave him the alley-oop. And Trump goes, oh, that's a terrible question. You're a terrible reporter. What do you mean? That's a horrible question. What the fuck are you talking about? The American people need to hear from you. You're the president, right? I mean, this is the bullshit leadership we have. And this is why, as a country, we're walking around bumping heads together because none of us know what's going on. I, I hear you. They themselves, and that's how civil wars start. I that's hear how you. Bullshit fucking jumps off, dude. But I wouldn't put the blame all on Trump. Um, Trump is definitely to blame for some of it. No, it's not, no, it's not but... his fault. I don't think that him yeah. or his it, Part of it is the system and the way it's designed. It pits the, the Democrats and Republicans at each other's throats, and Trump doesn't like that. I don't think that he caused this. I think that him and his administration exacerbate this incredibly. But then again, so do the Democrats. I'm not a person that thinks the Democrats can do no wrong because fuck those guys, too. All yeah, they've been messing up, too. And none of them give a fuck about our lives, so I don't care. Well, I, I honestly, and that's why I was rallied behind Bernie Sanders, because <laughs> he's the first uh, politician that I felt uh, since, like, Rand Paul, you know, like Ron Paul, pretty much, that, um, you know, this guy is, is he's not going to play the game, you know, he, he's going to do what he thinks is best for the country and for us, the people. And anyone has anyone else thing else to say, he doesn't want to hear it. You know, that was the kind of the vibe I got from Bernie, and I didn't get that from anybody else. Everybody else I got the vibe from like, well, I'm a Democrat, and I'll play the Democratic game, and I'll, I'll vote for what the Democrats vote for so we can be united as a party, and we'll uh, vote against the Republicans because they're our arch nemesis. It's just typical proto-bullshit, you know? 
Um, but Bernie Sanders was like, dude, you know, he's like, I, I want to give health care and, and, you know, reduce college costs for the people, and I want it to happen no matter what. And could he have made it happen? Not with Republicans in charge of the Senate and the House. Well, I mean, right now they're in charge of the Senate and not the House. But, you know, he, he couldn't make it happen with them anyways. But at least it would have been nice to have someone in office who tried. You know, they genuinely tried their best for us. Because I'd tell you, all these guys like Obama, they're not, they didn't do that. They, they cashed out, man. Obama got paid by the healthcare industry to make Obamacare. I think that all of them were absolute <laughs> shit. Like, a lot of people seem to think, like, a lot of people think that, like, uh, we'll, we'll take me for instance. People think I voted for Obama each time because of obvious reasons. And it's like an insult because, number one, I know my shit, I know my politics, and I know when something is bullshit, you know? And number two, at the end of the day, I don't care what color your skin is, you're a politician who does not give a fuck about my life and who cannot relate to me and who's making decisions about my life. So, like, I don't give a fuck about any of these people except for what politics they're talking about, you know? And la lately, the last few presidents we've had have just been full of shit, dude. All the way around. All these administrations, pretty much since I've been a grown man, have been bullshit. And dude, even Clinton, man. Even even when I was younger, I didn't see the bullshit that went down in the Clinton administration. But now that I'm older and I look back on it, I see it. I can pick it apart. And I'm like, wow, he really was a piece of shit, too. Yeah. Dude. I used to, man, Sean, like, shortly before you and I met, I went through a phase of, like, kind of waking up and, you know, shaking some things off. But then before that, though, I was a believer in the government, and I was a Democrat. I was a huge, like, deep-thinking Democrat, and I was into it. You know, I didn't want to be a politician, but that was my side. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I saw some things, and then I went through some things... And like I said, I went through a few years period of just waking up and studying and learning and traveling for myself. And shortly after that is when I came back down here to Florida and ended up meeting you guys. You know, and, and like, y'all met me right when I was coming into my new self, kind of. Yeah, I remember because um, your, your father had just recently died when I first met you. <laughs> and you had just blown through a wad of inheritance cash. Oh my god, I... I still you went crazy, my friend, by like a Ford Escalade or something, man. Hookers, cocaine. Um, <laughs> no, there was no cocaine. <laughs> okay, my bad. There was no cocaine. Was no cocaine. <laughs> but there were hookers. There was no cocaine. But yeah, I um, I was. You don't give a sad twenty-one-year-old thirty thousand dollars. And say, be careful. Here's a cashier's check. I we trust you. <laughs> I trust your judgment. <laughs> there is no way that was ever going to work out. But yeah, dude, I'm surprised you remember that. <laughs> I remember everything, man. It's the, uh, the curse of uh, being intelligent, man. Can't forget it. Was, it. It. It, was, it was like that's where the tornado had dropped me off was in Tampa. Like after all the whirlwind had happened, I was like, oh, shit, this is where I ended up. Working at Red Lobster on Bush Boulevard. <laughs> I remember, yes, us working at Red Lobster together. 
No, no. Yeah. Did I work it there with you? No, you didn't wear your Red Lobster, but then you, me, and Mindy all got hired at Don Pablo's <laughs> right down the street. Oh, yes, the Mexican restaurant. Yep, yep. Dude, that was good times, man. Oh, man, that was the greatest. Remember uh, our, our uh, boss, Jenny, who uh, used to come to my bar, because I was a bartender, and um, yep. you were a server, <laughs> and uh, she would come to my bar and demand I make her mar margaritas. Yeah. And she would tell me to make them strong, and I'm like, okay, and I'd really make them weak because I knew she was a lightweight. And she would just get totally trash and then start doing inappropriate stuff like dancing on our, uh, on my bar, on uh, customers' tables even, uh, you know, basically like stripping. And this is our manager <laughs> at a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> basically yeah. stripping on the, uh, the tables for customers who do not want it. <laughs> Believe me, I see the look in their eyes as I'm trying to pull her off the table. No. <laughs> and, I, and the thing is, that would be happening, and then me and other servers would just be walking around serving, like, oh, yeah, no, no, don't worry about that. It's fine. Here, hi, how you doing? Like, it was, like, the craziest place to work. It was awesome. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was. It was, uh, it was quite uh, a learning experience. So, okay, I got something I want to run by you, my friend. All right? What's um, these are some actual case files, right, okay. of, of UFOs uh, that have been submitted uh, um, through a website. Not mine, unfortunately, but uh, hopefully we'll get mine up and running. Um, these, these are some of the pictures that they have uh, pit. So I want you to, to look at some of these, and, and we can see if we can't, what, what do you think about this stuff? What do you think about this one right here? Wait, what are you about to show me? I, I just sent it to you on Skype. Can you see it? Um, the screen went blue for a minute and then it disappeared. Hold on, let me see what this is. Maybe if you open up the chat, if you uh, look where the little chat okay. symbol is. See, there's a picture of the sky. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Well, what do you think of that one? Kind of ominous, ominous. Uh... I was going to say it looks forbidding. All right, well, here's another one of that same guy, uh, of that same thing, uh, one cloud later. What, I must not be seeing the whole picture. Yeah, click on it if you can. Click on it so it opens up in your browser. Just to be freaked out, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, do you see it? It, is, it looks like the moon to me. Let's just call it what it is, all right? This clown took a picture of the moon <laughs> and is calling it a UFO. I'm not opening this. What did you send me? Is it weird? You you can't open it? No, no, no. It's just it's just a, a picture that someone submitted, they uploaded, of what they think is a UFO. All right, man, it's late at night, and if this is some fuck with me type of picture, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, it's going to be a clown that jumps out at you for, through the screen. Don't, right, be, well, don't be a pansy, John. Come on, man. Clicking on, I'm clicking on it right now. Hold on. Here we go. Boom. <coughs> All right. Now Google thing's opening. Okay. Yeah. I see the moon. It looks like a face. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's another guy. Here's another guy. This guy is unrelated. All right. Here, here's, a, here's a second case. Okay. <coughs> now, what do you think of that? It looks like the moon to me, too. But that one, that one I'm not so sure because it's a little blurry. And it's entirely possible that that could have been a very bright light in, in the sky because there's no other stars if it was a star. Uh. But it does look like the moon. It's about the same size as the moon. It's 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 about the same brightness as the moon. Uh, it's hard to say. 
Uh, I don't know 100% about this one, but it, it looks kind of like the moon to me, too. <clears throat> but now, John, I've saved the best for last, buddy. You know I saved the best for last, all right? What are we doing? This one uh, looks legit. Whoa, what are we looking at? Here? And this is recent. This is just in the last uh, last uh, week, I want to say. This was uh, uploaded. What, what do you think of this? What, I, what I've sent you now, uh, explain for the people at home. This is a uh, picture of a uh, very attractive girl, actually, uh, wearing a mask uh, out in the middle of nowhere. Looks like to be, I don't know, Arizona uh, uh, layout. Or something. Yeah, somewhere in the the, the Midwest uh, desert region, um, <clears throat> and there is uh, a dot, uh, and then the very far background, right? But they they, they blew it up, and uh, this dot, um, you can see the the blown up one, right? The blown up picture of it. And you can see it doesn't. It looks really really weird. It looks it's definitely too low to be an airplane <clears throat> it's flying at the almost the top of the mountains uh it I looks like it's directly above the mountains yeah it almost looks directly above one of them it looks like it's a cylinder type shape but almost like a cigar but yet it's sitting where it's long ways where the cigar is standing like kind of like up and down you know not left and right like you would normally expect a cylinder to be but yet it looks like it's a little bit larger. It's so hard because it's blown up so much so it's a little bit pixelated. But it definitely looks like there is something there that it's good enough that you can see it's not a drone. It's not a helicopter. It's not an airplane. It's none of the, the usual candidates. So now you're like, okay, well, what is this picture? And the only thing I can think of is maybe possibly it's a large bird that's flapping its wings down, I guess, as they took the picture. That's kind of a way like an eagle, like a bald eagle maybe. Hold up, wait a minute. But even that, it's hard. This one could actually legit be a legit UFO. It, I, I mean, look, from that distance, it could be... A legit UFO, of course, but it could be a big old bird. It could be some sort of like weird plane at a weird angle, you know. That's just blurry enough to have a bunch of things it could be. It is, but it is also clear enough, John. You got to admit, something does not look right about that. That's actually, as far as UFO photos go, that's actually a really, really good one. It looks like something strange is flying through the air, for sure. I mean, that you can clearly see. <laughs> now, here's my question. What in the hell would this UFO be doing on the middle of the desert uh, around these two people? Why is this girl even wearing a mask, uh, social distancing, practicing social distancing in the middle of the desert with no one else around her? <laughs> well, what if... Okay, how about this? You know how, like, in some areas of the world, people haven't been around for a little while? So certain animals are coming back and certain plants are growing in different places. What if, you know, people aren't active like they used to be and it's disturbed something or caught the attention of something? 
Why that's why she's got a mask on because this is recent picture maybe. No, this this picture allegedly was was taken in the last like a uh, couple of weeks. This is uh, this is new. This is supposedly um, very recent. And I gotta say, man, this photo it looks legit, dude. It looks. The more I look at it, the more I I I, I cannot rule it out as something that I know what it is. And I can't help but rule it is what it looks to be is a UFO, you know? Maybe it's just a believer in me, you know? Maybe we're the X-Files and I'm, I'm, I'm Mulder and you're Scully, you know? You're, you're always uh, skeptical and can't believe it. And I'm just, you know, I can't help but be a sucker every time. I don't know. <laughs> no, man. First of all, I appreciate you making me the hot one. But, like, my thing is... <laughs> I, I, I really it's not that I don't believe or that I'm always skeptical I'm way more on the side of facts than anything I mean I love the science of stuff but my thing is like while I don't know if that's a UFO I don't hope it's a giant I don't hope it's a UFO I hope it's a giant condor like that we could catch and study someday you know what I'm saying like I, I'm into the whole thing like it doesn't have to be aliens it doesn't have to be extraterrestrial if it's something great and undiscovered, I'm with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hear you, but man, though, I mean, come on. What if it was aliens? You know, what does that mean? What does this mean? Aliens aren't going to do anything for us. It, like, it's not going to be like that. If aliens were to ever come here, they wouldn't do anything because they'd be smart enough to not give any leader of any country their power or their technology because it's basically giving them control of the planet if they do that. I feel and like you're right. I feel like you're yeah. right. Like, they're not here to help us. They're, they're not, here because they're, they're serving a purpose. They're doing I a job. I don't think they're coming here to do anything for us or give us anything. And I think if they ever revealed themselves into the universe, the best hope we could have is, well, maybe if we leave them alone, they'll leave us alone. Don't. Well, here's the thing, John. I... I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, uh, stoned out of my gourd, and I think, I think I do know why they're here. I think I know what's going on. I think I know more than the government about what's going on. And I can't explain why. <laughs> At least not right now. We'll get into why on in later episodes. All right. Uh, I'll open up more and I'll you know tell more about my experiences. But for right now, <clears throat> let's just say I believe wholeheartedly that the aliens are here because it is their job to be here and it is in their best interest to be here and we are basically uh, their herd, their flock, and they are our shepherds. They have been here at this planet as long as we have, maybe even longer, as long as we've been as a species. Bob Lazar, the great Bob Lazar, even said that uh, when he was debriefed uh, in Area 51, that uh, they basically uh, it, it told us, you know, through the, the various interviews we'd had with them, the few beans we uh, collected, uh, was that they basically have been here, or came to our planet around 40,000 years ago, when humans weren't even really human yet. And they basically saw the potential in us, 
and saw that they could easily edit our DNA to make us what we are today. But the question is why? Why would they go through all this trouble? And I believe I know that too, but I'll save that for a later episode. I think uh, that is that is the perfect place to put a pin in this. That's the that was the most beautiful bow you could have put on this episode. Wow, I mean, I am so uh, happy, man. Uh, this has been fantastic. Uh, just getting to uh, to talk with you, buddy, about this, and I can't wait for our next episode. Um, uh, this is awesome, man. And now you see how easy this shit works. It's going to be no big deal, you know? All right. Well, let me, uh, let's uh, end this uh, episode now then. Uh, with all ladies and gentlemen that join us today, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, stay tuned for further episodes where we dwell deeper and deeper and deeper, never stopping until we hit rock bottom of that. <laughs> First episode in the books, baby. Good night.